Hello, Internet peeps. Welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast, episode 123. But before I say our host, you're probably wondering, where's episode 122? It is lost. It is gone. We Thanos snapped the fuck out of that because of my technical difficulties. We'll, ki- we'll kindly talk about the movies really quickly about um, It Follows and Manos to Hand of Fate, but it's not going to be a deep dive like last episode. But I'm Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. I'm Zach. And we are here. Uh, like I said, uh, we had a technical difficulty. I kind of messed with the audio before we did the recording. Uh, and when I went to go record it on OBS, I had us, I saw the up and down on the, the dials of us when talking, but I forgot to hit the transition button, which made it push it out uh, so that we could, you know, hear Andy and Zach. So the episode just sounded like me talking to myself for a fucking hour and a half, um, which is retarded. Listen to all this techno babble. Yeah. But anyway, we did watch Manos to Hands of Fate. I'll quickly give me give my quick uh, opinion about it. It's goofy as fuck. It's a bad movie. Uh, Torgo is uh, crazy. I hate his fucking walk. Uh, the cult is stupid. <laughs> and there is a 20-minute... You know, battle royale with women who say, you know, it's it's funny. And apparently, if you watch Mystery Science Theater three thousand, it's it's more bearable to watch. Andy, what would you you... don't don't watch it unless you're watching the MST three K. Just don't waste your time. Yeah, Zach, anything about Manos? Did you want to bring up since you know they're going to hear about this? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, stick with the MST three K. Maybe if you have friends over and you're feeling daring. Watch it drunk by itself. There you go. <laughs> Andy, did you want to bring up quickly about It Follows? Because I know you said that is your one of your favorite modern horrors of uh, modern times. Yeah, I mean, I recommend it, I guess, is the best way to put it. It's uh, it's interesting. One of my favorite parts is the soundtrack. It's done by a guy named Disaster Piece. He normally does video game soundtracks, including Fez, but the soundtrack to It Follows is awesome, as is the story and the acting. It's 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 fun. It's a fun movie. And cool. spooky. It's spooky, yes. Zach, what about you? Quickly on It Follows. Um, I liked it pretty well. Um, it It's interesting because... I think it takes like something from a lot of other horror movies, which is like, it takes like sex stuff and it makes it like gross and weird and fucks with it and everything. It, it on the face of it, it's kind of dumb that that's the mechanic that that's how the thing spreads around the, the thing that follows you, mm-hmm. but they make it scary. <laughs> yeah, I I quickly uh, I'll give my opinion. I I kind of compare it when especially. Uh, when this thing follow you, follows you, it's kind of like Nightmare on Elm Street, but like in reality, uh, not in not in daydreaming or you know dreaming in general. Uh, it's very creepy. I, I love the soundtrack. I love the cinematography. Um, there was at times where it was slow, but I think they did that on purpose um, to make it more you know anxiety uh, effect and all that stuff. But yeah, I. I agree. Watch that movie. It's cool. All right. Time to move on. That was a quick review ever, but we had to put that out there just so that we know that we watched those movies. All right. What have we been doing, playing, watching, or what I just said? Andy. (laughs) I haven't had a lot of time lately, but I did squeak in enough time to watch some movies, including um, 
normally I write down everything I watch so I can just read the list on the show. It's probably clear to anyone who's been listening because I'm always like, bam, 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 bam. But I forgot to do it this time. So I, I don't know. I watched some stuff. Uh, all, the only thing I remember those um, Under the Skin, it's uh, from the same guy who directed Sexy Beast, which is a movie I fucking love. It stars uh, Scarlett Johansson, and she's like an alien. And they're stuck in the streets of, of, of Glasgow in Scotland, and she's like abducting men and you know under the premise of like she, oh she's talking sweet to them and they think they're gonna get laid and then she kills them and uh, i won't go into too much detail but it's basically a slasher film but the roles are reversed the slasher's a woman and the victims are all men and then the second half of the movie is again i don't want to ruin too much of it but the second half is even better it's, it's it gets it, like the beginning is very horror with some sci-fi and the second half is like a good half and half horror and sci-fi like it gets it gets fun and crazy i like the movie a lot i highly recommend it nice any games or just movies because you said i can't recall playing anything i think i completely dropped the ball on games this week well you know you're kind of ahead in the fucking accelerated gamer so slow the fuck down okay (laughs) i know i still am oh you are Uh, i'm still working on max Payne. um zach what about you what have you been doing watching reading or playing uh, I'm still kind of lightly playing Super Mario 64 and uh, uh, Lone Survivor when I can. Cool. Um, uh, I watched uh, the movies we're going to talk about. Um, I, don't, I don't think I watched anything else this week. Uh, nope. And I'm still reading uh, my comics. Same as last year. Uh, last year. <laughs> last week. I'm still reading Birds of Prey Volume 3. Uh, yeah, that's that's it, really. Yeah, I think we, I think I probably watched the most probably this week. So I went over to my parents' house. That usually means I watch uh, a lot of movies, and I watch Hereditary, um, which is crazy. That was a crazy movie. Um. It was a little bit slow, and again, I think they did that on purpose to, so that they can get to the uh, crazy part at the end, where, you know, King, was it Pamon or whatever it's, uh, what was the <clears throat> king, king of Hell? What was the name again? Uh, Sa- demon person. Uh, Satan man. Uh, it builds up. That's the whole point of the movie. Everything builds up very slowly, continuously. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch a shitty movie called Blair Witch to the, the Books of Shadow. Oh, God. Why did you subject yourself to that? Because fucking Amazon Prime was like, hey, you want to watch Blair Witch? And I'm like, yeah, man, I want to watch Blair Witch. No, you got to watch the second one because you have to buy the first one. I'm like, fuck you. So I guess I'm going to watch it. And I never saw it, saw it before. So I was like, all right, let me see what this is. And... It's totally different from the first one. Um, it's not found footage because if they did it again, uh, I mean, they could have done it again. Uh, but this they one, could, they could have done a sequel to them trying to find the people that got lost in the first movie. Yeah. So, like, quickly, the premise of the movie is like a tour. They're, they're like, they're making the movie meta in the world uh, because they kind of go, "This is just a movie. This is just a movie. There is no fucking witch." But then there's like another meta where just like, no, there, this incident actually happened. There is a witch and all that crap. 
Uh, so there's like different tour guides, but the main character is a tour guide of the Blair Witch part where they all died. Uh, and it doesn't, they don't die there. It's weird. They become possessed by this witch uh, and they kill other tour guides and they fuck each other. Uh, and it's fucking weird. Uh, I don't recommend seeing that movie. And I watched another movie. Uh, I actually need to bring up this. I forgot it, but it has a lot of sci-fi show uh, people from Star Trek uh, and Battlestar Galactica. Let me just bring up the, the, the original series here because it has Chekhov in it, uh, who is played by Walter... How do you say his fucking last name? I don't even want to say that word. <laughs> Wait, uh, Koenig? Yeah, Koenig. Yeah. Um, let me see here. What movie was that? It was 2009. Inalienable. It was the movie. Inalienable came out in 2007, and it had fucking Richard Hatch in it. Um, it had, you know, Chekhov in it. I'm just going to call him Chekhov. It had Eric Avari, who was in Stargate uh, SG-1. <laughs> he was one of the... Uh, uh, the teal people, I forgot they, they were like slaves in that time. Um, what we, Gary Graham was in it. The fucking chick who plays uh, Deanna Troy uh, was a lawyer in there. So <laughs> the movie was stupid as hell, and I don't really want to talk about the plot because the plot was stupid. Uh, and then I watched Friday the 13th, the first movie, uh, and then I watched. For shits and giggles, A Nightmare on Elm Street, the third one, where they all have powers and defeat fucking Freddy Krueger. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I didn't get to play anything because I was over at my parents' house. Uh, I actually played some like Rocket League and uh, Call of Duty Warzone. I should get back to Max Payne 2 this week before we do recording of Accelerated Gamer. But anyway, Zach... These are your movies. So I'm going to let you start off with your trick. You made them. I made the, this was a trick. <laughs> and you had to have the luck of the Irish to get past this trick. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I picked Leprechaun as the trick because uh, I what, I think I was watching like the one of the Cinemasker Monster Madness specials one time. And he was talking about Leprechaun and it actually seemed like kind of fun mm. um and uh so yeah, maybe i'll watch that one time i remember there was like all the really dumb sequels like leprechaun back to the hood yeah <laughs> like i saw that when i did a search for this and i was like oh we should just watch all these <laughs> i kind of wanted to watch all of them after watching this one again <laughs> but, but um yeah it's uh it's a horror comedy and um the it's i guess it's really most known for this is the star of leprechaun this is and this is also like one of Jennifer Aniston's like earliest film role. I think it's her earliest movie role at, where she's like the star. Yeah, it's uh, Jennifer Aniston playing Jennifer Aniston from the show Friends. She's being herself. Yeah. <laughs> this this is this actually happened in her life. I mean, this is like you know an autobiographical uh, film. I think about a tiny Irishman who kills all her friends. The guy from Willow. He he <laughs> mutates into a leprechaun. Warwick Davis. <laughs> Yeah, Warwick Davis. Like, this whole movie, all I could see 
was Warwick Davis and that chick from Friends. That's like all I, I and, and then like the one guy is like real shitty knockoff Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And then the, and then the guy who's soft in the head is like real shitty knockoff um uh oh my gosh, who's soft in the head now? Chris Farley. Chris Farley, yeah, that's right. And then the kid was just a kid. He's just, he was an asshole 90s kid who knew a bunch of big words and shit. I kept, I kept I kept picturing being uh, ironically played as Rosie O'Donnell. Wait, what was the, what was the kid's name, by the way? Um, oh, hang on, I, I got it in front of me. Uh, Is the, it the, Alex? The, Alex, yeah. Okay, let me see if that's the kid from fucking. Oh, uh, uh, was it Angels in the Outfield? Not the main kid, but like one of the friends. I don't, you know? I don't see it. Uh, no, yeah. forever young. Leatherheads. Rookie, rookie of the year. There we go. Okay, okay. So I was close to one of the movies. <laughs> so basically the plot of this movie is this guy comes back from Ireland to, to North Dakota where his, his wife, him and his wife stay, I guess. And he's like got – he comes in with a limo and he's like giving the guy like these huge tips. Yeah. And she's just looking at him like he's like, what, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Can can we talk can we talk about that really quickly? We talk about yeah. stereotyping like actual races in the fucking uh movies in this time. They stereotype the fuck out of Irish people with you know him coming out of well not not of a limo, but like more of coming out drunk, bottle of Jameson just drinks the whole fucking thing and just drops it on the ground. I mean that's what I do. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't know if that's being mean to Irish people. I think that's just I'm rich. I'm gonna get sloshed. Like that's the fucking first thing I would do. Yeah, I'd buy the higher the higher brand fucking. Yeah, Jameson, I, get, I get something fancier than Jameson. I got Jameson now, and I'm poor. So when I'm rich, I'll have something else. But you, you get know. the Caskmates Jameson, the black label, <laughs> the ninety dollar <laughs> bottle. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're that rich, fuck it, like give me some of that that blue label Johnny. Yeah, but she's like. Like, what are you doing? He, he's like, We're rich. And she's like, What are you talking about? He's like, I stole a pot of gold. And he fucking, <laughs> he's got like what appears to be his mother's urn. And he's like, Why did you bring her back? And he's like, No luck. And he just smashes it. She's like, What are you doing? And he has a bag of gold. Mm-hmm. And then she's finally like, I guess this is real. I guess this happened. Yeah. And he says he got it from a leprechaun. She's just like, Whatever. <laughs> and they go in the house and then, like, uh, he sets his luggage down and he goes somewhere and then she starts hearing like a child's voice like like let me out please help like shit like that and <laughs> she uh, she of course like is did he smuggle a child back from Ireland I guess what she's thinking and she goes to open the the, the suitcase and it's it's the leprechaun it's Wark Davis he's mm-hmm. like, ah! and he's wanting his gold back yeah he, uh, pu- he shoves her downstairs and she rolls downstairs and snaps her neck. And then that's how the movie starts. And pretty much, you know, Jennifer Aniston moves in with her dad. Um, in that same house. Yeah. Like 10 years later, that same house. I was just... Uh, I love how 90s this movie was. Like, <laughs> yeah. if, if there was no gore in any way, you would think this was like Alone in the Dark or a Goosebumps fucking movie. Just, kind just, of. Just it how, does seem like a plot that could be like... Goosebumpy, yeah. yeah, something like that. <laughs> but uh, Warwick Davis has probably like the best lines in this fucking movie. Uh, I, I, lo- I love when he 
gets out of like the barn or the garage with a little tricycle and runs and runs after the truck to the fucking hospital. He turns the truck over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? Oh my god, what was your favorite moment with him? Like, like just both of you. Uh. uh... The pogo stick kill, I think. The pogo stick, I, I lost it when he did that. It was like, because it slows down, like it's something really serious is about to happen. He's got a pogo stick and he just goes, and that dude just kills him. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. What about you, Andy? Man, I'm having I'm having a hard time nailing down just one thing. Did you like I, when he, uh, he, he uh, harassed that cop in the, fucking wilderness and <laughs> mentally broke him before just snapping his neck that almost went on too long like at some point i was like just kill him like why are you wasting all this time you got to get your gold back i really like um you should you should insult a leprechaun you know that kind of stuff like when the cops talking down to him yeah like i really want to know what would happen if the guy was like all right i'm sorry and then just like left like yeah. killing. <laughs> I, I was confused about the rules of like who has to die yeah, it, it's funny because at the time you're just like, is he is he is he only killing people that steal his gold, or is he just like a he just kills anybody because it's fun? And he's you know he threads the line, or I he he, he gets there a little bit, uh, but then he's like, fuck it, I'm just gonna kill him. And uh, <laughs> I don't know why. But every time he changes his voice, I always think of Terminator 2 when uh, T-1000. Yeah, ta- me too. Oh, Yo, Mom, what's wrong with Wolfie? You're- yeah. <laughs> so, like, that brought back a memory, which uh, I think Terminator 2 came out before this movie? Uh, no, I th- yeah, it did. I think I mean, it was 92, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did. So maybe they maybe they picked that up off, off that one. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, point being... Um, he he gets suppressed and is like reawoken from his hibernation or some shit. And uh, Ozzy and that kid Alex were talking about the other characters, the new characters in time, like in 1993. Um, there's like <laughs> there's a kid, uh, a guy who is, I guess, mentally deficient is the best way to describe him. <laughs> and a dude who is a ripoff of Kevin Bacon, as Andy said. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just looks kind of like him. He looks like like Dollar General Kevin Bacon, I guess. And Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> but they're painting like the house. They're they're all working on the house. Jennifer Aniston doesn't want to be here with her dad in fucking North Dakota, and I can't blame her because North Dakota fucking sucks. I've been there multiple times. <laughs> um, but she's like this snobby fucking rich bitch from like L.A. is like basically what what she's playing. Yeah. Um, which in the nineties, like this big muscle guy, AKA Kevin Bacon kind of guy, um, made her stay. Cause she's like, he has muscles and I like him. And she kind of, she, she's a bitch in the beginning, but then becomes bearable. And then at times she becomes a bitch again. And I want to bring up this thing. So she had a chance to kill the leprechaun. All she had to do, she had the shotgun, she goes outside, and she does the passive thing by just dropping the gold, because that's what he wants, is the gold. Well, I think they shot him already, and yeah. all it does is just yeah. stop him. He uh, have killed him. He got back up. He'd been yeah. shot by the shotgun several times. So, 
at that point in time, she knew it doesn't kill him. It just stops him for a little while. Mm-hmm. It just inconveniences him. Yeah. Now, now what, what killed him was the slingshot with the four-leaf clover with the gum into his throat. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? He's like, oh! <laughs> he just falls back. He falls back in that well, and he starts fucking, I guess, rotting like he's coming apart. Mm-hmm. The Amityville horror star. Oh, my God, I'm coming apart. It's like what he was doing. But, I think um, I think one of my other favorite parts is you know they have to they go we need to go to see McGrady and shit uh whatever his fucking Irish yeah, the, name the is. old guy who uh, was the original owner of the house yeah, yeah. and then like was anyone else flabbergasted that he was still alive yes I, I thought well, he was dead alive? it doesn't make any sense the way, yeah the way they made it look like is like he just fucking had a heart attack and died. Like he he couldn't finish the job. He tried to kill the leprechaun before in the flashback or whatever. Like why did what? So he never re- went to retrieve the gold. He just rotted in a home for. He wasn't even that old. So, like they said, it was a stroke, and I realized a stroke can like severely limit your mobility and and all that stuff. But he seemed to be talking just fine when he was like, "Oh, you gotta use a four leaf clover." When, when, when he was hanging upside down from an elevator shaft ceiling. <laughs> so the leprechaun carried him up there or threw him up there what are we going with he magic him he, yeah. he, he was getting his magic back yeah. magic him right up there the powers are coming back <laughs> um oh, the the kid which by the way i found it funny that you know the fat guy like ate the gold and shit and like the part where she drops the uh bag of gold and he's like one two Three ninety nine. Uh, they still got my gold. <laughs> it's, it was pretty obvious. Like as soon as he swallowed it, I was like, "Oh, I already know what's going to happen in this movie." Though this movie does a bad job. I wanted to bring this up earlier. Uh, Jennifer Aniston is like a bitch, and like she bumps into him and he drops paint thinner, and she's like, "Well, here's twenty bucks. Here's forty bucks," and everyone's like, "You can't just use money. You got to be a decent person." I feel like there was never a payoff. Like they set up that she was going to like learn a lesson. And at the end, there's, there's never a time when she realizes money can't solve all my problems. Like it was going to be like the gold was like, Oh, the, this gold won't solve your problem. You dumbass, or something like that. And, but no, they just, they set that up and then don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kind of halfway did it. Cause it's like, I think over the course of the, the movie, not a lot of time takes place. It's like, it's over a, a day and night, basically. Yeah, maybe 24 hours. I yeah, think. just about. But it's like, she's like, oh, she's getting into, like, actually fixing the house a little bit. Even though it took a man to get her to do it. <laughs> I also like that there's a huge part in the middle of the movie where they come home and the kitchen has been destroyed. And then it just jump cuts to, man, it took a long time to clean up the kitchen. So they spend, like, two hours cleaning up the kitchen where nothing of import happens. The leprechaun doesn't fuck with them. There's no like, they don't they don't have any serious discussion about what the hell's going on. They just clean up the kitchen for some reason. Hey, don't complain. If, if the guy that made fucking Manos did this movie, we'd see them fucking sweeping the floors and picking all the shit true. up for That's like true. 10 minutes. <laughs> I do like that he like fucks around with the Lucky Charms though. That was funny. He ate him. He's like, block! What? <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. Um... Yeah, I don't know. There's not much to the movie, like because like at that point you're just talking about what happens. Yeah, uh, I, we would literally just be sitting here recounting the entire plot of the movie if we. Yeah, went there's no like deep theming or anything. It's just 
It, it's just like a, a pretty tame slasher movie about a leprechaun. It's a fun slasher. Um, Very fun. It's uh, like I wouldn't even borderline. I almost would not necessarily call this a bad movie because it's not really incompetent or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like a low budget movie that kind of got a lucky break and made a little bit of money. I, yeah, I wonder I wonder what the filmmaker's intention fully was. Like if they meant for this to be like scary, then they fucked up. But uh, it was clear that they wanted a bunch of comedy in it. And so to that end, they did a really good job. I actually did a little bit of research a- after I watched it and I found out it looked like at first they were wanting to make like a really serious horror movie. And um like there was gonna be more gore and stuff like that, but it got edited out. Hmm. Uh uh, apparently Warwick Davis had a lot to do with how the movie ended up becoming. Uh, Cause he like, at first, I guess he just looked like a leprechaun, just a regular, like he didn't look all grotesque and fucking nasty looking like how he does in the movie. Mm-hmm. That was his idea. He's like, why don't you make me look gross and nasty? And they're just he's like, hundred years old. I guess it makes sense. He's like, okay. Like, and then, and then like, he's like, you know, we should insert some comedy bits, you know? And then they're like, okay let's see how that goes and they, they just listen to his suggestions that's what it seemed like i mean if so then he added everything to this movie that gave it character because because if it was just a leprechaun killing people this movie would be a forgettable forgettable piece of schlock but it would be. every time warwick davis speaks all of his lines all of his puns all of his kind of stuff oh it's, it's the best that's what makes this movie he made a little career out of leprechaun <laughs> I, I did check like every sequel like <coughs> there's uh leprechaun into hood and then the sequel the then the movie after that is six is back to the hood that one was, was so good as a direct sequel and it's him in every single one of them he plays bef- the leprechaun. before that he was in space <laughs> like what the fuck wait there's like, a leprechaun in space yeah it's like two he goes to some other city three he's in another fucking city or whatever and then four he's in fucking space somehow leprechaun four in space yep <laughs> I kind of want this movie makes me want to watch the sequels now. Um, yeah, like if someone was ever like, "You want to watch one of the Leprechaun sequels?" I'd say, "Fuck yes, I do." <laughs> uh, yeah, I I recommend this movie. I actually had enjoyed, and then we're gonna get into this movie. I enjoyed this movie over The Fog, in my opinion. Really? Well, yeah. what? Real before before we do that segue, I just want to say I unironically enjoyed Leprechaun. Like it's not a good movie, but man, it is so entertaining. It is very entertaining. This is a great movie to put on, and you know, have a couple beers or hang out with your friends, or even just put on and just like when it gets bored, dick off on your phone a little bit. But this movie's funny. Like it's it's a good old time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. All right, Zach, <clears throat> the fog. Which apparently Dubs thinks isn't that great. Yeah. Uh, um. I. It's all right. It's not one of uh, John Carpenter's best, in my opinion. Uh, well, I mean, that's that's. Kind of, I mean, the guy made some of the absolute. Okay. Well, whatever. Let's. What's what's get, break down the fog first, and then we'll get into this. All right, Zach. Break it down. All right. So the fog it takes place in this uh, coastal town called Antonio Bay. It's in California. 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 It always. It seemed to me until they said California, I thought it was either way up in the Pacific Northwest or Canada or even Alaska. I thought for the longest time. Then they I, said thought California. A, I thought it was I Maine. I thought Maine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that too. But um, anyway, they they started off with like a 
uh, some old guy telling a bunch of kids like a, a scary story about like sailors that just fucking drowned out in the bay somewhere like a hundred years ago. And it's actually pretty good. It's like not play for laughs or anything. He's like very seriously telling the story. He's like five minutes until midnight. Yes. He, sa- he says it was an accident. He says it was a tragedy. Yeah. A tragedy. Yeah. Um, and he tells them the story and then it get it pretty much right after that, it gets right into the plot. And this movie does not fuck around at all. There's no dawdling around as a lot of Carpenter movies have that fucking, um, that aspect to them. Uh, it's like, it immediately goes to like some dude cleaning the church as a priest. And he's like, uh, Hey, I want to get paid, whatever. And then, he leaves, and then weird stuff starts happening throughout the town. It just cuts to different parts of the town where something odd kind of happens. So my question to you is, when that piece of brick that like popped out of the fucking wall with the whatever uh, written by it, what was it? It was his grandfather, right? Yeah, it was his grandfather. He it was his diary. He put it a hundred years ago. Yeah, apparently he sealed it in the wall. Yeah, so was that the fog doing that, or was that like his grandfather being like, hey, shit's about to happen, fucking let me just hit you with this, uh, you know, this this book? You could argue, I think, that was an accidental um, effect of the paranormal activity of the fog, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it seemed like a coincidence, but I don't know. Like, it, it seemed it seemed like because of what else was back there was maybe... Inter- like messing with it or something yeah i'm gonna chalk it up to i think it was just paranormal activity that 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 one brick happened to break in that spot just the luck of fools kind of thing okay um but it cuts to like uh there's car alarms fucking going off there's gas pumps pumping out gas on their own <laughs> some guys like break glass town. yeah glass break some guy is like sweeping the store the convenience store he works in and he takes a drink from a norse juice and puts it fucking back like an, an asshole. asshole yeah it's like people that lick ice cream in the stores and put it back <laughs> uh, right when i saw that i was like oh man somebody's getting covid like that's the first thing that came to my mind just seeing that scene but there was no covid it was 1980 i know but it, it like flu or something. it was it, it was a uh, 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 tuberculosis <laughs> in the olden days what know. what annoyed me a little bit oh because it makes sense i guess a little bit because they're from california maybe he thought an earthquake was happening because he didn't get phased by it in any way because like she was shaking like this is not normal and he like i think near the end a little bit like things fucking start going crazy but like if i saw me turning around and seeing the whole drinks shake and all that stuff be like I need to get away from here or, you know, get safety, maybe. Yeah, that, that it, it happened. Just seemed like, I thought it was an earthquake when I was watching the movie mm-hmm. at first. Yeah. It's like, oh, that was just like a 4.0 or something. Let's just keep going about our day. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Um, it, and that, the rest of the movie, it kind of cuts between these other characters just doing little subplotty things. Mm-hmm. Like, there's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character. She's like hitchhiking trying to get to Vancouver and this dude picks her up in a truck and uh and sleeps with him in like fucking hours which was uh ooh. hey i guess whatever that's, man i guess that's whatever. what the 70s and 80s did back then yeah. yeah the 70s were still wearing off it was 1980 yeah this was the the echo of the 70s mm-hmm. but um 
Yeah, the they're driving down the road, then the, his fucking glass and his his truck just breaks like all of it at once, and they're just like, "What the fuck?" Um, then it shows like uh, Adrian Barbeau's character. She's like in the lighthouse, and she runs a, a radio station out of the lighthouse, which I thought so was cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was. Yeah, that's fucking. I, cool. I was thinking like, oh, "Fuck, I want to do that." Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Man." Um, her, her voice is very soothing, and I was like, "God damn!" I'm, it, that, that and I wasn't making a joke, like, because this movie to me was a little too slow for me. But like when she started speaking, I was like, "God damn!" I'm getting tired because of your voice. Stop doing it. <laughs> How is this movie slow? It yeah, is. This movie's like short, and stuff happens. Like bam, bam, bam. I thought like constantly. Like, I don't know. I, they're constantly like switching to the other plots. It's like the weatherman's calling her up and flirting with her, and then it's like, bam, you're over with Jamie Lee Curtis and the other guy, and they're looking at art, and then bam, you're over with like the mayor, and she's talking to the priest, and he's like, oh, they murdered these people, and then bam, you're with someone else, and I just didn't dig the whole fog with pirate people killing people. Yeah, it turns out the fog's full of pirates, by the way, but it, <laughs> not pirates. I, I love it, and you never like get a good look at them. Oh, it's it's great. I love it. I love also, it uh, Zach, I, it couldn't have been on purpose, but these two movies have a really obvious unifying theme. Did you guys like? I mean, I, it took for everything I had not to say it before we started recording. I didn't see the theme because I, I'm I'm being totally honest with you guys. I wasn't interested in this film. Come on, you guys are gonna hit yourselves in the heads if you make me tell you what it is. Come on. I just, yeah, I don't know. Go ahead. Gold. Oh, gold. The bad okay. guys wanted their gold back in both movies. <laughs> oh, my God. How? This this had to be on. You didn't intentionally do this, no, right? I no, no. I didn't. You, almost switched, you almost switched the fog to hereditary. No one wants any gold back in hereditary. No, so they just, they just I, want I Satan back. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Did, was this on purpose? This is too good. No, but no wish, they're both about something supernatural wanting its gold back. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the pirate ghosts. Um, I they uh the the a hundred years ago the villagers were like we don't want other lepers to we don't want a leper colony uh just a mile north of us and they he has all this gold and we've decided we're gonna we're gonna kill him and steal his gold and we're gonna use it to build the church in the town so yep. they like trick them with a false signal fire that causes them to wreck their clipper ship and all drown in the fog or a storm or something like that. And then they dredge up the gold and they use it to build the church, but he keeps a bunch of the gold and melts it down into a huge cross, I guess for so I don't know why it couldn't be a chest full of, of Spanish gold, but it is pretty badass when he's like carrying this huge cross. He's like, take me. I'm the sixth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they wanted their gold back. The Leprechaun wanted his gold back. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I, I, I hope Zach did this on purpose, but I guess it's a coincidence. It's just too cool. Here's what I like about it. Um, I like the atmosphere of it. Um, you could definitely tell uh, because Halloween came before this movie. Um, like a lot of shots had a really Halloween feeling to it a little bit, especially oh. when the uh, what? Wait. Never mind. Keep going. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, when the dead body gets off of the, you know, gets up and like tries to get Jamie Lee Curtis, I'm like, oh, that's very like uh, Michael Myers and stuff. And I was like, I dig that a little bit. I liked a lot of the sh uh, just still shots they did too, where characters were just sitting there talking. And there's usually something going on with like the lighting or something interesting in the the set or the background that was going on. Mm -hmm. 
like when uh, Adrian Barbeau's in the lighthouse and the you know the 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 big bulb up there keeps swooshing around. Yeah, it's, it's doing it. its rotation, and she's like talking on the radio or something, or she's like you know looking outside. It's just it's got a good look to it. Uh, the other one was when they were in the ship when uh, that, that dude's his character. I remember his character's name, Nick Castle, the the guy who's driving the truck. I guess he's apparently a fisherman. Mm-hmm. Um, like they they're investigating like because something happens to his buddies. They were out you know drinking beer and s- sailing. That's what men do. <laughs> And they got caught up in the fog, and the the leper pirates murdered them. <laughs> uh, and they're like, "Where where are they at?" So they investigate, go go investigate the ship, and then there's nobody there, and all the instruments are destroyed. And they're just sitting down there, and the ship's rocking back and forth, and the shadow just keeps going over them back and forth as they're talking. That, cool effect. That weatherman, like, <laughs> it's fucking game was weird. He's like. You want to know where that fog's coming from, baby? Well, he didn't usually say that word, but like he'd be like, "It's coming from the west," and like that was. He's like, "You want to know more?" And I'm like, "What is going on here?" He's wanting to get laid. He wants to get laid by the hot-sounding lady on the fucking radio, man. Don't make fun of his game. Yeah, I like how he acted like a total badass up until the end. He's like, "Listen, babe, I got this under control. Somebody's at the window. Some some schmucks shining a window or a light in the window. I'm gonna go give him one fur." Like, no, 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 no! He just he gets murdered. He gets murked. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fog effect though. The weird glowy fog. I, I don't know how the fuck they achieved that, but fog is spooky. Fog is creepy. It just it just is in the natural. Just in real life, so it makes sense that they can use it to such good effect in this movie. I have I have a question for you guys because it's kind of similar to the mist. Um, but what would you guys prefer, the mist or the fog? I've never seen the mist. I haven't seen the mist either. Okay, I I prefer I, the I prefer the mist. I prefer the old fog to the new one. I haven't seen it either. I haven't it seen sucks. a new one. <laughs> Why do they make Carpenter movies? I don't know. It's a waste of time. He already did a great job. Yeah, they run out of money. No, there's more to be said. He's like, no, he did it all in 90 fucking minutes. You don't need <laughs> We're going to improve. We're going to add to the thing. We're going to explain what happened to the thing. That'll make it even scarier. No, it won't. That's not why it's scary, you idiots. <sighs> Goddamn. Um, oh, yeah. The other thing was, this is another one of those movies where he did the soundtrack for it. He did for a lot of his early ones, and I always loved that. Some people are like, I don't like this. It doesn't sound like orchestral horse shit. Well, he didn't. He he was really, really, really clever when he scored movies because he knew he wasn't writing music that you're going to sit down and just listen to unless you're a weird cinephile weirdo. Like me. Like Zach or, <laughs> any, or anyone else that I know. It's music that is supposed to complement his, his film, and he does a perfect job of that every time. I think he called it like just wallpaper for the movie, like yeah, audio wallpaper. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, it's just it's it's another part of the scene he's composing. Yeah, oh, but it's true. I do own vinyls of his soundtracks. <laughs> I guess I technically have a ten inch from the, the um, Big Trouble in Little China, but whatever. <laughs> Man, if you if you had a stereo system and you watched this, the the parts where the leper colony pirates are showing up and murdering people and you hear that 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 synth sound he makes that you know that that effect if you have a stereo that is oppressive as fuck when that's going on it's like rattling the entire room 
when, when that's going on. Even though you they they telegraph every time there's going to be a pirate, but every time they appear, it makes that loud whoosh sound. It sounds like brakes or like air coming out of a tire, like real yeah. quick. That that always that jarred me a little bit. Like it made me a little jumpy. There is one time in this movie that I did legit like holy shit. And even though it wasn't like a real scare, it's when they get to the church when the fog is taking over the town and like oh the storylines all converge at the church and they come in and they're like. Uh, where's the father where's he at and he like goes over to the window and he like stands up out of the shadow and is like like grabs his shoulders like i'm here oh my god, it's <laughs> yeah. oh my god, god it's shot it just they they framed it so perfect <laughs> you, you literally have no indication he's there he just comes out of blackness and yeah, grabs it, it's like it, like you can see the whole scene except this one area and you don't question it because i i think it's just been that way the whole movie or something and yeah. he just all he does is stand up out of a chair and now he's in the shot and i was like ah oh it's it's, it's the guy <laughs> there's a, there are a couple of jump scares in, in this movie that they, they did get me like oh shit you know uh, uh, when they when they find I the body they, on the ship that was one of them that was that was a good one there was i think the first kill they get um uh I, I, was it the guys on the boat? I think the first guys they get. Yeah, the two guys are like on on the on the actual ship, and they're like, "What are you doing here?" And then they start stabbing him and stuff. Yeah, he's just like all of a sudden, like yeah, they're out there. They go up deck, and they're like, "What's going on? What the fuck!" And then just like right through his stomach. It's, like, what? Oh. it's scarier when they kill the third guy because he's in there, he's at the helm, and he like starts walking slowly up behind him, and he's like, "Man, it just got really cold in here." Ugh. And you can see the shadow coming up behind him, and then he like oh jabs him in both of his eyes real quick. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Or or the um the one where they go to uh, Castle's house after he just got laid apparently from a hitchhiker. <laughs> I'm just saying, and then like he has that weird like Japanese door or something. Yeah, and you can see him through like the the whatever that is well i think it was just all glass it was just a big you know glass it, it was yeah it was frosted glass but it just reminds me of a japanese style door you know what i'm saying yeah i get you yeah there was knocking at the doors like yeah they, they, they <laughs> knock with that hook thing clang clang clack yeah oh it's just a cool movie i i really like it i i i'm the huge carpenter fan though yeah like I, I haven't seen the John Carpenter movie. I don't like. And to be fair, I haven't seen John Carpenter's Vampires, Ghosts of Mars. I haven't seen his later stuff. I will one day though. Yeah, I don't. Uh, like I obviously, uh, you know, recommend the film because John Carpenter is good. But I just didn't care for the pirate thing. And that's part. At first, I thought it was gonna be like a supernatural fog that kills people, and it was gonna like go in their noses and mouth, and they'd be like, "Ah, I'm dead." But as soon as it became pirates, I was like. Yes, I love this movie now. Like this movie went from like to love. <laughs> Plus, hey, when you do get little shots of him up close, it's always like interesting. You don't see just too much, and it's like, oh, it's just a dude in rags. It's like you see like their fucking red eyes or some shit. They're like standing there. Yeah, toward the end, you start seeing like their red eyes, and it's like badass. And then when uh, Adrian Barbo's on top of the the lighthouse, there's a close up shot of that one dude. And it just looks like his face is just this rotten mush. It's like somebody just like took a hammer to his face and it's rotten or something. It's pretty good. So I guess we all recommend this one unless we have anything else to say about it. Fuck yeah, I do. Hell yes. Recommend. Hell to the yeah. All right. Uh, so 
there is more movies we're going to watch. We're going to do two treats um, instead of a trick-or-treat. Uh, we deserve to... that after Manos. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to watch Phantasm uh, Remastered, which is on Amazon Prime. Or if you just have the regular Phantasm, you can watch it as well. I don't know if anything's different um, with that copy. I guess we'll find out. And then we're going to watch The Wicker Man. Uh, wasn't there... An original, or is this the Nicholas Cage? We're watching the original, to be yeah, clear. The original. Okay. From the 70s, the one we're watching. We're not watching the Nick Cage remake. Okay. Even though it's great, too, in its own way. Even though it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, remember to watch those movies and then come back and we'll talk about it. Um, there is no news that I think of. Uh, kind of quick news that is stupid if you guys are caring about the whole console war bullshit. But apparently, uh, Sony... Uh, people were just like, hey, the Dirt 5 looks like shit. And then Dirt 5 uh, developers were like, hey, but it's multi-platform, so it's going to look like shit on your uh, system, too. Uh, but the only thing... Good comeback? No, the, the, the only thing um, that they were shitting on is that the res- resolution was in 4K or something, but it's 1440p with 60 frames per second. So people were, you know giving shit about resolution when there shouldn't be about resolution it should be about gameplay it looks like dirt but better dirt for but better next generation stuff like we do every fucking week um i hate the playstation 5 cases why is it white white on blue i don't like it because am i, am I crazy i don't get the two-tone thing they're going for like yeah. it doesn't work for me I don't. They should change the color of the case. Make the case like frosted clear or something. I, mm. I don't know. I don't like the white on blue. I, it's not a deal breaker. I'm not going to be like, oh, this case is ugly. I'll never buy a PlayStation. I just don't like it. I feel like they should have tried it, looked at it, and said mm, this doesn't work, and then done something different. I don't know. Um, but we are less than a month away until these systems come out. Then hopefully all this bullshit will stop, which it probably won't. Just like you know the election. Um, but. Um, I don't know what else to talk about. Wrestling has been shit. Um, movies are getting delayed again. Uh, movie theaters are shutting down. Everybody's running out of money. They're asking for handouts now. Yeah. Andy, Guys, help us. Andy, you said Bond got delayed, right? I heard they delayed uh, No Time to Die. Apparently they have plenty of time to die because they're <laughs> fucking taking their time doing it. <laughs> hey, this is a good segue maybe for next month. Oh yeah, are are we are we uh, official or should we w- save that for next week? I mean, we could bring it up, I guess, since I already said it. Okay, well, we're looking to do Roger Moore <laughs> Bond for the next month uh, because usually there is no um, Thanksgiving themed movies. I don't. Hey, there's Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, I mean we we could have probably done some extra horror uh like thanksgiving themed shit but it's whatever i want to get through bond hey we're gonna have enough time until we get fucking uh uh you know up to the new one if it keeps on getting delayed so (laughs) might as well get through the most of roger moore shit and stuff yeah um but yeah we'll have those movies uh to you know think about for next month um um, I don't think we have anything else to talk about, right? I think that's where we're going to end it. Yep. Oh, we got our getting some color 
Thursday? Yes, we're going to be doing Raw and WCW Saturday night, the first week of February of 1993. Yes. Uh, Andy, when is the next time we're recording Accelerated Gamer? I don't know. Probably this later this week, I guess. I dropped the ball on the last recording, but whatever. We it's 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 horror time. We all need to watch horror movies, so a little extra time. Speaking of horror movies, um, me and my friend Dan actually started a podcast. Well, he he told me to record shit and edit stuff, uh, and he's like, "Let's make this into a podcast." And the podcast is called, and it's not part of Nerd Review Network. Um, I just want to, you know, advertise it. Um, it's called They're Doing It Again. <laughs> and the premise of the podcast is we watch the original and then we watch the remake. And oh, if it's good, you know, we uh, talk about it. If it's bad, we make fun of it. So the first episode is A Nightmare on Elm Street. We watched the 1984 original. And then we watched the shitty 2010 uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. So... It's live on Spotify and iTunes, so go listen to it. Um, and Andy, you've been streaming anything lately or because of work? Not in the last week I haven't, but I will be again. I still want to finish Warland 4. I'm going to start Silent Hill 2. Sweet. Yeah. I'm going to watch Silent Hill 2, so I'll, I'll make sure to put the alerts on it. And where can we see your Twitch? What's your Twitch name? Twitch.tv slash the cliche mustache. Oh, and I almost said somebody else's name that you are not clearly, but Zach, uh, we have the Nemesis Project coming next week where we're finally talking about the books. The books. The books. On October 22nd, we will be getting back on track on the Nemesis Project and hopefully getting back on track in the games as well as Resident Evil 6, which I am starting to get back into soon as well. Did you buy a console version? Yes. So Good. That's going to help you a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that's where we'll end it. If you want to catch all those podcasts, including Big Trouble Little Podcast, make sure you type in Nerd of You Network on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and where we upload everything on Red Circle. Um, but until next time, everybody, have a good night. Thanks for listening. See ya. Chico.